everyone, welcome back to the You Matter podcast. I'm Ellie and before we get going with the episode, I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank all of you on behalf of you for your support thus far. This past year has been a great motivation for us and we hope to give you more beneficial content in the future. Inshallah, you'll continue on this journey of discovery together with us. And for those of you who've not heard of Yum, Yum is a community built for young Muslims all around the world to connect, grow, and be inspired to be better Muslims and a better version of yourself. We are a safe space that has no judgments regardless of your background or practices. So tune in and always remember, you matter. So, Alhamdulillah for today, I'm honoured to have a guest on this episode with me. So, let me give a warm welcome to Siddiq from Convert Central. And I'll pass the mic over to Siddiq to let him introduce himself and what Convert Central is all about. Hi, thank you so much, Ali. Uh, and thank you so much, Yum, for inviting Convert Central into the podcast. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Kevin Siddiq Lim. Um, if you're wondering why I have a Lim in my, my name, my surname is because I'm a Chinese Muslim. I've been a Muslim since 2018, so it's about three and a half years right now. Um, right now, I'm year three in SMU, so I guess I'm still youth, um, which is why probably I got invited to the podcast. <laughs> and hopefully today, we can talk a little bit about um, my experiences as a youth growing up. Um, what we do as Convert Central, we do podcasts um, about convert stories, about um, content related to not just convert, but also Muslims who are trying to learn the faith. So, you know, we believe that Congress Central is a place for everybody. Uh, we can pick up Islam uh, easy and all our podcasts are mostly in English. So, yeah, happy if you guys could check it out and I'll uh, pass the time back to Ali. All right. So, what's the matter for today? <laughs> so, today we'll be discussing about toxicity in social media and how it affects one's feeling of gratitude. How would you describe toxicity in social media? It's a big topic, and like honestly, if you look at social media, um, sometimes you know it feels like the the better question to ask is like, what is not toxic about social media? Because you know everything around seems so toxic, you know, even even the things that seem good at the start. So, you know, I guess like toxicity in social media, um, I would see it as you know, ca- causing the users of social media, ourselves, to be in balance with our lives. And, you know, they're spending too much time on social media, you know, then that's not good for you. you know, if social media is causing you to feel a certain way, excessively, then that's not good for you. And any content that would cause you to feel this way, that would be pretty toxic to me. Growing up, uh, did you feel, pr- like, I mean, so you mentioned that you're 23, so I would say you grew up with technology. Uh, so growing up, did you feel pressurized by what you saw online? Yeah, I'm supposed to be 22, uh, because COVID birthdays don't 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 count. So <laughs> assuming I'm 22, um, social media has definitely shaped our lives. Um, I think at 22 right now, um, I got first exposed to social media maybe six, maybe five. Right, that's probably when Twitter or Instagram came about. Before that, there was already MySpace, MSN, um, early forms of social media. That from that batch onwards, probably like all of us, our lives have been shaped by social media, like growing up. And then, especially nowadays, when it, as technology becomes more accessible, you start to think that, you start to see the world through social media. And you think that this is what the world sh- should be, right? And then you start to see like certain values that have been emphasized through social media, right? And then you think that these values are important. Uh, whereas it might be a different situation in, in real life. So definitely like growing up for myself. I grew up as a non-Muslim. I only became Muslim when I was 18. Um, 18, no, sorry, when I was 20. So, like, before that, my, what I wanted 
you know, what I value as important, they were all shaped by social media, shaped by, you know, how my friends were portraying themselves on social media. If, like, something was in trend, I remembered, what, I think, when I was in JC, this, the, the bag, the Kenton bag was in trend. So, like, I, I didn't, like, when I first saw it, I actually saw it before I was in trend. Right? So I was thinking, like, why would anyone want a, a small bag like that? Like, what can it carry, right? Like, we, we go to JC, we kept carry our books, our textbooks and all, and they're thick, right? And then, like three months later, I found myself wanting it because my friends said it. So, <laughs> so I mean, definitely growing up, you, you start to see like when you look back, you realize how much social media has really played a part in growing up. Um, definitely, yeah, the answer is a resounding yes. Um, for me. So did you actually get the bag? I got it. I got it. Really <laughs> <laughs> blue, you know. In terms of you caving into getting, uh, uh, a can come back. <laughs> is there like any other aspect that you? You caved against mm. your will. I mean, growing up with social media, it's uh, you kind of mature with social media. Um, you go through puberty with social media as well. You start to see that um, sometimes what is portrayed on social media goes against what your family is teaching you. Um, growing up, you start to like there's a spectrum of behaviors, right? And um, be it right or wrong, the the, the fact of the matter is that social media emphasizes on on certain values that are popular and, and people who popularize it, um, influencers, they get to choose, you know. So definitely growing up, um, you compromise on some values because you think that, you know, it's easier to compromise them um, in order to get more mainstream. And when I was younger, at 16, 15, 16, 17, 18, JC or like end of secondary school days, I recall like, Instagram hasn't changed its algorithm, so like we're showing like oh how many likes you have on your on your uh, on on your post, and now now we are talking about followers because now now that's the only number you can see right. But um then you're like oh hundred likes, two hundred likes. How can I get? How can I make my next post get three hundred likes? Right. You stress out over these things, and you realize that like that faces a significant stress in your life. I think the biggest thing I compromised was probably like quality time with friends. Like, it, you, you guys didn't hang out if you guys didn't make an Instagram post about it. So, <laughs> and that, that was probably, like, the biggest thing. And, and you start to quantify your friendship in terms of, like, how much virtual time you guys have together. And, yeah, this, that, that was probably the biggest thing like, when it comes to me. And, um, yeah, I, I was quite prone to um, chasing the things that people had and a lot of people wanted. So, like, the biggest trend in social media... Like the next big thing, I would always like want to buy it. So I asked my mom, could, could I have it? You know, and I think like after Kenken, it was like own day spectacles. So like everyone had own days and because it was so cheap, everyone was doing like influencer, like promoting, like um promo code and all right. So I, I got myself a pair of specs, even though I didn't have degree on my, <laughs> on my. Oh my God, you're that person I was too. that guy, I was that guy. Like, legitimately, I was that guy. So, so definitely, <laughs> just really, so all social media. <laughs> Okay, I now I found out that you also bought a spare specs for no degree because I have like three. You still have it too. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I understand. Yeah, I mean it's really it's really odd. Uh, social media certainly played a really really huge huge part of our lives. I mean, like when you were mentioning about how many likes I can get on a photo. Oh my gosh, the amount of editing I took for like one photo when I was what secondary school. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, but that there's there's a lot of truth in that. And and then I don't know if you thought about the timings to post. Yep, yep. Um always in the evening. Um 
public holidays get the most oh likes. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Christmas, Christmas is Oh my god, yeah, like um, but like stories, stories now do play, but like what you mentioned about uh how uh your quality time with friends is now being measured through if you post. I mean there's that phrase, it yeah. it doesn't happen unless like there's a photo for it or something. Um yeah, which is which is bad. I, I think you can agree this one one thing, this this standard thing is that before everybody eats, it's like five minutes to take the photo of the food. Because if you didn't take the photo of the food, you didn't eat it, man. I mean, it's not that one is just not our generation, like not the just youths. Like I think everybody has yep. adapted that yep. that rule that if you take five minutes just to take photos. And then the funny thing is that you take photos from all angles, but it's the same food. And, and no, no one shares their photos, man. They, they, everyone keeps their photos themselves. <laughs> so like, you, everyone will go around the table together, like taking their own photos from different angles. <laughs> and then it just stays in their camera roll. Like I don't see it. Yeah, I don't know. That's the weirdness of social media because, uh, people feel like the need is more on like taking the image or taking a video or a boomerang, just to say, haha, I actually went out with these people, and then, in actuality, you don't actually speak to them. Like you, you. You tend to yeah. use your phones more than you speak to them, actually. Mm. Uh, I, I think the peak was when I... You know, there are some apps that calculate your followers and like, how many likes you have, like your most interacted accounts. Mm-hmm. So there was like... Downloaded that at the end of GST, um, trying to analyze like how, how you can get more likes and like unfollow people that, that don't like your photos. So like... like I mean... Growing up, you never knew that you would care about these things that much, right? Until until you know it actually happens, and you don't feel like when when you download the app, you don't feel like oh, you know, it's a weird thing to do. But now looking back, you realize that oh, such a, a silly thing to be caught up with likes and 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 unfollowing people because you don't like your 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 photos. So that was probably my pick actually. You know, I I also once bought followers. Um. About five hundred followers for like three dollars ninety nine cents. Wow! And then and then funny thing was that my my friends noticed because like these these followers are like like random John Smith names with one mm-hmm. follower and one follows. So they were created to follow your account. So like you start to see an influx of like five hundred names on your friends followers and and all of them are just like just one follows and one follower. And then and then they they actually you know, call, call me up for like, do you buy followers? Then I was so scared then, you know, I, I went to block all 500 of them. Oh my gosh. Took like two days of my time to look for them and to block them so that they wouldn't follow me anymore. So time wasted, money wasted, you know, yeah. time that I'll never ever get back. Yeah. We live in a very weird technological time. You know, I, I, um, yeah. I think yeah. for you and I, we can, I don't know if you remember something called PDAs. Public display of no, that's no. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like before smartphones, they were the thing, kind of thing. There was like this thing where you use like a stylus, and right, then right, you right. use like that. That yeah. oh, that was fun. That was that was the yeah. peak of my technology life. I love that thing so much. But but yeah, it's like uh, I think social media evolved in good and bad ways, just depending on how you want to use it. You know, like it, it's mm-hmm, it's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit hard when when you have friends who are who are well off in comparison to yourself, and then like they post about I don't know like the new iPhone or something, and then you feel like oh shoot I need to get it too. That that was me. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know if it was a thing in back in secondary school or JC for you that 
um, your iPhone model was your social standing? I, I guess to a certain extent, yeah. I mean, you will always see the rich and popular kids with newer phones. Um, I guess for my generation, it wasn't as bad um, yet. Probably, yeah. And, and when it got... When it got bad, we were probably in like JC where it didn't matter as much. Um, phones have, I guess, like phones have started getting into that price range for a while now. Not just the iPhone. Mm-hmm. So, um, but one thing for a fact was that most popular kids had had iPhones. The iPhone was just it was it was just the good man, like the mainstream thing. True, true. Okay, at that point, social media was like, uh, like rising. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was more of point of contact. Like if I needed to call my mom, like you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I I think that's where priorities shift. I I I feel like for for us we we used a phone at that time more for like I think my parents know I'm going home from school, or um I'm in the bus. <laughs> like I think uh, the shift in I I I don't know I I don't have I don't have younger siblings. So I, 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 but I do observe that social media becomes their main reason for a phone. I have four younger cousins. Um, definitely, that's, 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 when I started Instagram and I was like one, and then these kids are like Premier 3 and they have Instagram. <laughs> oh, what are you going to share at Premier 3, man? I was just, just asking them one day, like, you share like the bubble tea you bought at Liho. Like after school on Ooh. Tuesday and on Wednesday and on Thursday and on Friday, what else you gonna share? <laughs> so, I mean, some some kind of disconnect. Um, definitely a generation gap. Um, I I had my first smartphone, and it was also an iPhone. I I remember um I got the iPhone four. It was in white. So the white came out slightly later than the black. And I was the first few, I got it on the first few days of it coming out. So I was so proud of myself that I had the white iPhone. It's my first smartphone. And then um, and then subsequently the 5, five came out, and the 5 and the 5s came out. And then the white iPhone 4 just didn't feel like it was enough anymore. <laughs> same, same came for the 6, the 6s and the 7. And then, and then now it's like iPhone 13. Yeah. You know, one, one thing about social media is that it causes the youth to have a very weird, different way of growing up than, than how we were used to. Like you start seeing like 12, 13 year old kids posting about their relationships, like posting like um, about things that, you know, people would normally post at the age of maybe 18, 19. It's because like everything they see around them on their explore page and everything, they, they are this content, right? So they, they think that they, they have to post things like this when they don't understand them. Or, or they, they, they dabble into these things too early. And then they get hurt and, and they don't understand why, right? It's pretty dangerous. And I was, I was pretty glad that I was growing up in an age where social media was still budding. So I didn't really have that major influence over my mindset. But I think nowadays you still see a lot of youth, um, 13, 14 years old, like dressing up in a way that, that 19, 20 year olds would. And, and that, that, that's a problem in itself. You, know? and you, start, you start to realize that their childhood is gonna be filled with things like this. And and that's gonna be very different. Um, it's just gonna get worse and you know as time goes on. So social media is not just something that um youth per se, like in the age of maybe like 14 to 20 deal with, you know. Nowadays, nine, 10 year olds are getting to social media. And 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 that really, really destroys their childhood. Yeah, 
um, seen too many cases happening online. Yeah, and and it's horrible when it gets so toxic that they get. Uh, okay, I'll just say bullying is part of toxicity as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that uh, it's, it's very it's very sad because I mean, uh, you grow up. I mean, we grew up playing football at the void deck or. Kicking, I don't know, kicking things at walls, playing volleyball with walls. Yeah, yeah. I did it. Yeah. Um, and, and they grow, they grow up in the sense of, am I good enough for things? Am I good enough for people? Yeah. And yeah. how 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 can we like market ourselves enough so that we can get yeah. more attention and more likes? You know, they, they they grow up having asked themselves questions like this. Yeah. Or like, okay, how come? Okay, if we're talking like secondary school, like how come? How come, okay, I'm just going to use an example, which I think is quite, like, everybody pretty much understands. How come this girl gets this guy and I think I look better than her, but I don't get anyone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's bad because it affects how, their mental health, firstly. And then, and it also takes a toll on, on themselves because they suddenly feel like, uh, I, I don't, I'm not worthy of people's attention. Mm. Yeah, mm. and that's that's not a great thing to feel. I I think we, I think you would have an experience of that also. Like, I I mean anybody would would have it. Like you would feel like worth worthless in a sense at one point in your life. I mean I did. I I don't know about you if you've had any point whereby you thought to yourself like okay there's there's no point like you know nobody really pays attention to me. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um. I think that was like most pronounced when I was trying to get off social media. You start to realize that that how you start to realize that actually not a lot of people care about what goes on in your life. So when you don't have social media as a medium to like get the attention that you think you need, then you start to think that oh you know like um, people are not interested about me. Right? Whatever I do is worthless. It doesn't amount to much. And that was probably the toughest period of my life where like when it comes to coping with social media because you start to lose the aspect of life that, that you think gives you value. And then you you have you're forced to learn that your value comes from what you firstly give to yourself and the things that you do and the values that you believe in. So you know when 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 it comes to social media, it creates kind of a false image of what value is. Like now you say like you rank you rank things, you rank people that like, and and the only thing you can rank them is how good they look, because it's social media, right? If it's Instagram, then you're gonna base them on how they look because the only photos are and videos are there. So you, you think like a couple that looks very nice and fabulous, you think they are such a great couple, right? But might not be the case in real life because you know pictures can only show so much. So we start to have a ranking of of things based on how they look and not what they actually are. And that that's a problem because we because we start to see things very differently from how we should, right? So especially when you don't think you're attractive enough, then you put yourself low on that rank, and then and then you think that that suits your fit. That social media. Um. Eventually, I guess everyone would have to find a way to grow out of it, and 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 I guess like that's that's what we are here for, right? To discuss our process, right? I just wanted to ask you a question. Um, if you could talk to thirteen year old, uh, Ellie, right now, what are some advice that you would give to her about social media? Okay. Uh, okay, this is actually gonna be quite easy to 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 say to myself because I I wrote a letter to my 
to my older self and my younger self before. Oh. <laughs> um, I would tell myself that uh, social media doesn't define who you are as a person because um, mm. these, these friends that you have online, so, I mean, a lot of them for us, we, we, do, we do know these people. And some of them are just random people that like, you know, you follow and then they follow you back situation. So I would tell myself that uh, social media doesn't, your life doesn't de- depend on it and it doesn't define who you are as a person. And also that it's a very mm-hmm. temporary thing in a sense whereby, yeah. you know, one day somebody could just decide to hack your Instagram account like for myself um, and it's gone, you know, like whatever, whatever like work you put into putting up your photos, yeah. your videos, it's, it's gone, like it's all gone. So that's that's what I would tell myself and tell myself that um not to be so hard on myself and and don't believe everything you see online. That that's what I remind myself. So I think that's that's the that's the main points I would tell myself at 13. Um especially mm. starting mm. in a new school and, and making new friends. Uh yeah, because it's not great. It's not a great experience to go through when you're so young, have so many things that are added for no reason. Like yeah, I mean, what would you say to yourself? Like, your... Okay, I cannot math, but like, your 13 or 12-year-old self. I think you brought up a great point about the value of social media. Like, if it's hacked, then it's gone, right? And perhaps the question we should ask ourselves, right, as Muslims, then, like, Muslim youth, right? And, and it's, the thing about us is that growing up with social media itself is really tough. Growing up with social media as a Muslim is tougher because you have a set of values and guidelines that you are told that this is supposed to be good. And sometimes social media goes against that, right? Sometimes social media goes against Islam yeah. itself. And then you ask yourself, like, how do I deal with it, right? So, um, if, if I mean, of course, now at 23, I'm going to be talking to a 12-year-old self that, that, that wasn't Muslim yet. Um the thing I would tell myself is that like, you have to understand social media is a, is a place where no one puts bad things on social media. Like, absolutely nobody puts a bad thing about themselves on social media. Like, what you get to see is, is, is maybe like the 10% or the 5% of someone's life, which is which, 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 probably the best part of their life that they put online. Your, your influencers are probably the top 5% of people in the world in terms of income. You know, probably not income lah, but probably they, they have a pretty high income bracket to, to sustain their lives. And that's not the average of us, you know, like we people don't look that good normally. People don't earn that much normally, right? Don't base like our perceptions and expectations on influencers on social media. Because this is not how life is. Like life is made of imperfect imperfections, right? So I think knowing this, like it should take this a lot of stress off your yourself when, when you're going through social media. I take it as a catalog. You know, you go to IKEA, you don't want to buy everything, right? You just want to buy the things you need, right? So so take it as a catalog, so, you know, take the things that you think are good and, and and for the things that are probably too out of reach, you know, know that you know it's okay for you to not have perfect teeth. It's okay for you to not look like you have perfect eyebrows or you draw your eyebrows. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like people don't um have them normally in real life. So Probably too cheap for my 12-year-old self. I'll probably tell them to get a phone later in life. Like, get it when you're finishing <laughs> all levels or something. Definitely will, have, will not have listened to my own advice. But, 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 um, but yeah, you know, as, as Muslims, that, 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 that's the thing, you know. Like, 
if you are Muslim, you if if you you are like sec one to sec four on JC or in poly right now, listening to this podcast and like what what do you do at with social media? Right? The first thing you have to understand is that is is this is this perception that it shows you the best things of in life, right? And secondly, because you know, social media is something called we call a shifting goalpost. Mm-hmm. It goes to where the things that are popular. So this year you can you can be happy about maybe like Conor McGregor winning uh the, the both lightweight titles and, and, and the featherweight titles. And next year you get to see him beaten twice by Dustin Poirier. And then that that's that that in itself is a shifting goalpost. So it's it's a very subjective thing, but what doesn't change in your life is your religion. So something that you should really look upon is is the values that were given like in, in, in religion itself to 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 you know use it to judge social media. Don't use social media as a judge for other things in life. Then you start to realize that okay, then you have a kind of way to balance your life with social media. Balance is important. Like we, we sometimes do need social media, but at other times you don't. The key is to learn where which is when, right? So so I, I guess yeah, I mean um hopefully this helps myself in the past and also um, Muslim youth that are listening to this podcast. Yeah, I agree. I think I think like probably like the last but most important thing that I can share about social media as a Muslim is that like to understand the weird things that that is going on in our lives, right? We have many, many weird things as Muslims, right? We don't understand LGBT as, as individuals and, and as, as a community. We don't understand mental health. We don't understand social media. We don't understand many, many things. But you know, the answer always lies in 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 your religion first. If you understand things from your religion, then you're able to bring the understanding to many things in your life. You don't have to be religious to understand it from religion. You have to you only have to understand religion properly. So you can manage these areas of your life, these pockets of your life, right? Much more efficiently if you bring the understanding of Islam and apply it to social media. So if that influencer, the Malay Muslim influencer who is drinking, and it's supposed to be a role model to, to Muslim kids out there. He's drinking on social media or she's drinking on social media. And it confuses you. Then, then you know, go back to your roots and realize that, okay, you know, he's just a Muslim that, that is doing something wrong. And that doesn't mean that your own faith has to be challenged. You know, you live on your own terms. And your own terms for us Muslim means that we live on our understanding of religion, right? So social media mixes things up and, and it changes the priorities. You know, gives a different hierarchy to, to, to certain ways to judge whether someone should be respected or not. You know, influencers are because they have influence. doesn't mean that they are like morally right or they have particular abilities that would, you know, grant them the, the, the status that they enjoy. It just basically means that they have influence, right? So, you know, if, if, if you guys are confused, you know, always start off with what you know best and what you should know best in your life, which is religion. And apply it to all these areas. I, I think that would be the best. Many ch- things would change, right? I'll probably go back to this podcast one year later. Dealing with a new form of social media. Um, a few months ago, we've had that madrasa, like big fiasco about the, the madrasa kids talking about ustazas yeah. in Singapore. And that wasn't Instagram. There was something. There was something else. So like, thing always changes. But one thing that doesn't change is is if you have your 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 fundamentals, right? You can apply it to what's ever what's happening in the future. And it's always a refinement, like you probably yeah. won't get it right on the first try. Try try second time, third time, like probably like tens of 20, 20 times if you're still trying and feeling right. But you, you I promise that you will get better every time you try. And and eventually, you know, um perhaps you, you start to find yourself living a better life with the help of social media, you know, and not being 
um not feeling like you know you're you're not the best person yourself because of social media. Yeah. Okay, wise words right there. It was interesting to see how your development so far has been, and then actually be able to to work with you on this was was quite yeah. That's quite fun. So before we end, I would love to thank Sidik for taking the time to join us today on the You Matter podcast. You guys can find Convert Central on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and their Telegram channel as well. And lastly, do you have any word of advice to our brothers and sisters out there, be it in life or in on like the talk to- the topic of toxicity in social media? Mm, I think I've mostly given my advice on 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 this topic. Um, I'd like to thank uh, you as well um, for collaborating with us. Uh, we believe that like, cause, probably because we are mostly youth in our team, we believe that you really, we have the power to shape our future. And um, I think one of the ways to get there is to have like serious and real conversations about the things happening around us. So this like, having a podcast like this is, was an opportunity that shouldn't be missed. So I, I think my last advice would be to listen to the podcast by you. Um, Good topics, good speakers, Ex- excluding myself. Um, I think um, the other speakers I've seen on your Instagram, they, they've been pretty, pretty interesting with, with good views as well. So yeah, I, I think anyone that comes here as a youth would be beneficial. Um, and I, I wish I had known about you guys when I was young. So I guess that's all we wanted to share with you today on this episode of the You Matter podcast. I hope it benefited you and may you share this with your friends as well. Do drop us a DM if you'd like to share similar experiences or let us know what you'd like to hear about in the future. I'm Ellie and thank you again today for joining me on today's episode and I'll see you all again for the next episode. Bye! Bye.